0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Alright, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Punters, dribblers, if you're just listening to this, obviously you won't know, but we are also filming this. This is a a trial. We've done a filming before, but to actually just film your your run-of-the-mill weekly podcast is something a little different. As I said, home of unqualified opinion unwavering bias, also here with my darling friend, my right hand man, confidant and uh, you know, eternal thrower, Edward Simpson.
1: Tom, it's a pleasure to be here with you and the punter and the dribbler and the camera. And the camera. Different. For the second time in our tenure. Uh, feels pretty good mm. You and I have always scrubbed up pretty well on camera Tom I feel is like swimming. you and I should have done more to camera work
0: Well we sort of got to see a little bit before we mm. hit record and we were like damn
1: Yeah I'm draped in New South Wales blue merino wool I'm wearing a Hellesport baggy green So feeling pretty good about being here Tom uh, Feeling pretty good about the sporting week that was and the sporting week to be
0: Dude shitload going on
1: fuck loads going on. I'm not understating that. I'm not underselling no. it. And yes, the, the swearing was necessary because it's it. there's a lot to digest,
0: Tom. Look, sometimes you need to accentuate. Uh, sometimes you need to use swear words it's to an accentuate adjective. the the extremity of the situation. Now, obviously sport, a lot of sport going on, Eddie. But mm. before we get into the sport, there's a couple of things. We are officially the kings of KO. Yeah. Now, obviously... We said this on the podcast last week, punters, dribblers. We we called you out, and we were like, "We need your help. We need free KO. We need you guys, the punter, and the dribbler, Eddie, and the dribbler." Tom. <laughs> we need. They played their role. They played their part. We needed you guys to to, to basically light up KO's uh, social media platforms, which you did perfectly. It
1: was it was lit up. It, it was, was beyond lit. Tom and I's expectations. If I'm being honest with myself, yep, and yourself, and I just didn't think that the, the the punter and the dribbler Tom would were so passionate about us getting free KO. getting free KO and off the back of that sharing more yarns more narratives yep. uh, with you. So I thought that was nice. We're
0: gonna have a huge shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Uh,
1: uh, this got, is we,
0: this is a victory for all of us. Yeah, it is. About, like obviously. It's it's a it's a win for the Halo Sport family. That's it. Now technically, of which
1: you are all members.
0: Technically, no. The punter and the dribbler gets no KO. They don't get KO for free, but in spirit, they kind of do. Eddie, would that be fair to say? It's
1: ours, and the, the account will be called Punters and Dribblers.
0: Yes, but so we, we thought that was a nice.
1: Have... I thought that was a nice homage to all of us. Yeah. as punters and dribblers. Correct. Some of us punters, some of us dribblers,
0: and some both. Some both, some bit of column, and, and column some be. throbbers out there. I'm not forgetting the no, throbbers you amongst you. No, you There's should. some throbbers. So we're kings of Ko. We've got the free Ko account, which is going to be set up shortly. Also, shout out to Ko. In fairness,
1: Ko, you've, you're fantastic. Good of you to come to the party. Thought there for a second that you may ignore Doggis. us, Dog yeah. Dogus. But shows shows you've got character and you've got backbone and you're made of the right stuff yeah. to come to the party, come to the table with a big offer. Um, I well, thought it was nice.
0: I mean, look, really, we just want to say, K.O., welcome to the family. Welcome
1: it's, to the family. This is a
0: family here.
1: Look, couldn't couldn't be happier than to have you... On board. In
0: bed with us. That's it. Welcome it to were. bed.
1: Uh, Tom and I are historically really passionate lovers, so to have you in with us, I think it's going to be a hell of a ride. Yep. I think it's all going to be... Um
0: well, we're going to take you places you didn't know you'd been before, yeah. sexually speaking. <laughs> and and then in the business
1: world. Absolutely, absolutely. In the streaming world, which is, I mean, the streaming world's a tough game.
0: Well, Eddie, I mean, what are some of the biggest partnerships over the years in terms of, like, businesses merging? You're the business guy in this this podcast.
1: Well, I think that, I mean, just off the top of my head, Tom, uh, you'd have to look at Disney acquiring, you know, a, a, a significant amount of, of 21st Century Fox.
0: Yeah, or even just the Star Wars franchise as well. You know. Uh, what yeah, I mean?
1: but I mean, I think the Disney takeover was like 60 billion, something like that. Love it. I mean, they're the sort of numbers that you we're know have for. been thrown around in yeah. the in the tabloids um, in regards to this, you know, Titanic merger. Yeah. We, I mean, we're not going to get into specifics. Obviously, there was a free account involved. Um, Whether there was more or less than that... that's,
0: that's, not, for, that's, that's for that's for you to sort of, to sort of mull of, you know, over. Yeah, yeah, that's for the gossipers, you know, yeah, the whisperers yeah, yeah. out there. That's for the tabloids, well, Stop hitting the table so hard because the mics are fucking up and the headphones are wigging out. Okay,
1: relax. My headphones are fine. <laughs> Mine are fine. Yeah. So that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's on you.
0: You're getting excited about it. Yeah, I, I am. I understand. I am getting excited. No, no, I understand. I'm just saying. You, you just Jesus. Just be, be respectful w- of the what table. What a man can't be passionate. No, you can, mate, but, you know, just not on the table. So a man can't be passionate. Well, That's pick your passion. Punters, dribblers, a lot of sport to get into. I think we should probably stop dribbling in this opener. Uh, rugby League gods game, obviously. Dylan Walker's back. We'll touch on that. Magic round, couple of punters and dribblers down there. Really shouting out, really flying the Halo Sport flag. We'll talk about that. Rugby Union, the Israel Folau saga is still going. Unfortunately, we've got to touch on that a little bit because there's just been some shit going on. Eddie. Uh, broadcast rights deal. There's there's, rights. Some, there's
1: some stuff there that I want to work into. Bit more, of A-League. More drama in the AFL. Bit of AFL. I mean, it's a, it's a smorgasbord today, punters, dribblers. Yep. An absolute smorgasbord. Bumper week. It's a bumper week. I don't know if there's a sport we're not going to cover today, Tom.
0: It might be top to bottom Australian sports, international sports. Yeah. Get yep. around your sports. Uh, so put your seatbelts uh,
1: on. Put them on. Put your belts on, punters, dribblers. You've been warned. That's a warning. Um, we've ticked that oh box.
0: All right, punters, dribblers. So, look, the biggest story in rugby league, obviously for your two, you two uh, throbbers here, mm. uh, has to be just that Dylan Walker has been found not guilty. Um, uh, you know, make of that what you will. The courts have said he's not guilty. Manly... This couldn't come at a better time, really, dude, because we were like, we had sort of every single player in the fucking team injured.
1: Every, like, every starting player. Has been injured almost. Yeah. It would. It, it feels but like. But even to
0: on Friday, so you had uh, Moses Sully, the giant baby, breaking his finger. Tafua simply doing something to his knee. Fucking Api hurt his leg. Brad Parker went off, didn't he? Brad Parker. I mean, now when Brad Parker goes off, we're fucked. You know what mm. I mean? Like
1: Jesus Christ. He really.
0: He really stiffens up that uh, left defensive edge. So, uh, look, Dylan's back. Dylan's Dylan. back. Uh, Dill's back.
1: Yeah, as you say, couldn't have come at a better time. Dropping like flies, the manly boys at the yeah. moment. Not sure what it is. Maybe have to look at uh, more milk in the diet, Tom.
0: Something. Calcium certainly seems to be a problem. Calcium. All bone based. I mean,
1: well, but my initial thoughts would be, and you know, I'm no doctor,
0: but. You're a Dior doctor.
1: I haven't had any. Uh, I haven't had many injuries outside of my hamstring, well, well documented last year or yes. start of the year rather. Yeah. But drink a lot of milk traditionally, Tom. And yep. I feel like when I went down with the hamstring injury, not a lot of milk in the diet. I've reintroduced it and I've been fine. Okay. So if Des is listing. Maybe just maybe just take note that milk's pretty good for putting off injuries.
0: Maybe just at sort of like the start and end of a training day, just a glass of milk.
1: Just a glass of milk. I mean, think back to when you were in the uh, you were in the the jungle gyms of this country, Tom.
0: Define. Define jungle gym establishments of this nation.
1: Of this nation, that's right. It was always the kids that didn't drink enough milk, in my opinion, my professional opinion, that would go down hurt, go yeah. down injured. Yeah, I mean, we all fell off the ju- off the bloody handlebars into the into the wood chips. Well, what handle? No, what they call monkey bars. monkey bars. We all came off the monkey bars into the wood chips. All that you know, rubbery surface. A bit yeah, later yeah, in the piece, but,
0: yes. When, but I mean, the early days
1: were all wood based. Wood based
0: um, falls, sort of, uh, grounding, grounding. In your, that's in your right. Jungle gyms,
1: and and I mean, we all. came... Came off, but we didn't all break our arms except for those kids who I have a seeking suspicion let up on the milk.
0: Yeah, and, and I tell you what, Eddie, it was like it wasn't the kids that did break their arms in those jungle gyms weren't even trying to skip, skip bars. You know, in the monkey bars, the real test of a man mm. or woman was mm. to skip a bar as you sort of swung along, yes. maybe two bars as you yes. got into sort of year two, year three, and yes. your arms started to lengthen a little bit. And it was always the kids that couldn't even really do yeah. You couldn't even skip one. Mm. They're falling down there because I mm. mean, as you said, we've all had a fall from a monkey bar from time to time. But I mean, look, check me out.
1: How do my arms look, mate? Look a million dollars. You look absolute million dollars now. I, one more piece of evidence that I'm going to point to punters dribblers and and just bear with me. It, I mean, look, you may say you, your boys are dribbling already, but it, <laughs> I think it makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Good friend of the show, Ollie Arch, right? He's done his finger in Oztag the other weekend. Now,
0: What sort of injury are we talking?
1: Like he's, he's he's it was inflamed and he's chipped the bone or something. He might need to get surgery, right? Whatever, he's a big baby. Yeah. But there has been a dramatic... He sounds dec- like the
0: Moses Sully of your team. Yeah,
1: there's been a dramatic increase in the intake of milk for Oliver since we moved out to our new home, right? Right. And I'm thinking they've got to be linked. They've
0: got to be linked. So you're saying that since he's had the milk... No, since so since we moved he
1: stopped having milk. I've been trying to keep my my milk intake up. Um, post hammies. Yeah, post hammies and I'm feeling the you know the benefits reaping the rewards so to speak. Mm. He you know very much in a in an off phase with milk yeah. and I've just noticed him get injured and I just think that, that I think that there is a link in in this country punters and dribblers Tom. Where you know players that that are, are invested in their body and invested in their own success generally have higher calcium diets. Yep. Now it could that, this could be uncorrelated. Could be complete bullshit. Could be complete nutter nonsense. But I just think that you know I've had twenty eight years to sort of look at this, Tom, and I think the proof's in the pudding. And I think what you're seeing out of Manly is. You know, some budget constraints that may have found their way into the uh, the cafeteria,
0: so to speak. Yep. And look. You're seeing you're seeing the problems with that. You're seeing what happens. Now this microphone punishables is just loosening with every breath I take. Driving me wild. But we'll get
1: through. But I, I tell you what though, we'll the, get through it. The Brisbane Broncos, I mean, it's lucky they ran into a calcium depleted Manly. Yeah, because mate, otherwise
0: they, they were fucking nowhere mate, after twenty minutes. You think Tommy Turner... look, okay, look. Tommy Turbo comes back. Cherry comes back. Dylan Walker back. We're probably taking the comp by storm. I'd like to get away from Manly because I think the punter and the dribbler sometimes has had their fill (laughs) with us talking about Manly, which is fine. (laughs) That's fine. um, the Penrith Panthers couldn't be more disgusting of a side if they tried, just in terms of what they offer up. Now, uh, hellosport.com.au, where the punter and the dribble likes to uh, send in some articles, got a shout-out. Got to make, sure, make it known for anyone that is reading him that it's not actually just Eddie and I. There's multiple contributors from all over this great nation. Shout-out to them. But someone wrote in about the Penrith Panthers Ivan Cleary Nathan Cleary this could be the most overrated father son pairing we've ever yeah. seen
1: Yeah yeah I read that and I liked it because it made me it made me start to to think about things Now obviously we talked uh, last week about Nathan Tom and how you know Probably shouldn't be in blue.
0: No, he's, he's not in blue. This
1: you year. know, but 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 then off the back of that conversation, we started to talk about how he hasn't really done a whole lot. If you actually think about it, yeah. And then it got me thinking this article about how Ivan hasn't really done a whole lot. Now, yes, he made that grand final with the Warriors in 2011 Eleven, against Manly singles. Against Manly. Can, uh, what was the result in that game? They got they got beaten comprehensively. I think they came back to within a with within ten points, ten maybe? twelve
0: points at Manly. Obviously, an immortal side. Sure, carry on. Sure,
1: uh, and then after that, I don't. I couldn't really tell you. I mean, what he went alright with Wes after what one season? No, he
0: went. So he went from the Warriors, went to Penrith, played yes. a couple of seasons, did all right, yes. got the arse from Phil. Yeah, think he had a year in purgatory, came back with the Tigers. Don't know if the Tigers made the finals. Dior, and then quit there and came back to the Panthers, who are now in in sort of your spoon draw.
1: Yeah, they're in a spoon draw. You're in a spoon shootout. I mean, they're in a spoon shootout, and and you. That's one place you don't want to be in the NRL is in a spoon shootout because it's a tight comp. It's a tight comp. And if you're looking absolutely busted this early in the season – then it doesn't bode well for when you get to the business end, you know, nearing September or nearing a potential spoon if you're at that end of the comp. Also,
0: what hurts even more is that he got dusted so hard on the weekend by his old club. The Tigers scored four tries in the first 20 minutes. Well, that's the thing. They got absolutely blown apart out of the gates. And it's like they knew
1: they were under the pump, right? Think about those training sessions. They would have been brutal in the last couple of weeks. You
0: would think so.
1: And you would have thought it's all focused around starting big, starting starting huge, get on the ascendancy, win your collisions, fucking, you know... X's and O's, X's, X's and O's. O's, X's and O's. But for them to come out and get absolutely pounced upon and ravaged, Tom... Ravaged. They were absolutely ravaged. It just... go, it just, it just says, I just say to myself, where's Ivan got these boys?
0: Yeah, look... Because
1: he, 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 he hasn't got them humming. I'll nah, give you the hot tip. They are not humming. They are Seems well like they were asleep. They've
0: just been rolled out of bed. Now, what did you make of... As we put the Panthers to one side, yeah. The Fox League documenting of Ben Hunt dropping another sitter,
1: yeah, saying deja vu, deja vu, yeah.
0: So there's so Ben, I didn't, I missed that game, I think, or at least I missed that moment. Yeah, Ben dropped a sitter. Mm. Ben has a history of dropping sitters. Yeah, in bigger moments than that one. Yeah, la the 2000, and, what was it, 16 Grand Final, 15 Grand Final, 2015 Grand Final. Yep. Um.
1: Mate, he's dropped a couple.
0: He's dropped a couple of cities, but, like, I mean, everyone's dropped a couple, sure. But he's just – basically, the way Fox reported on it was they said déjà vu mm. all over again, which yeah. I think is a famous line, yep. like someone said once, which is, it's déjà vu all over again. Yep. They were sort of taking the piss out of that, but they had a picture of Ben dropping it in the grand final and they had a picture of him dropping for the Dragons. This started a little bit of a of a bit of a furor amongst some of the current NRL players. You're Fafita's, you Josh Maguire's, yeah. I think Joel Thompson, the Manly Seagulls player. There was
1: a couple. Of, there was a couple of boys Glenn that came to the party. Like yeah. they're all
0: sort of going there. This is so fucked up. How can you? This is gutted journalism. Duh, 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 duh. Uh, Fafita sort of, uh, sort of identifying Hunt's mental health as the main reason why I think he thought it was fucked up. I have to say I am all. For like, I'll be the first person to call out shit journalism, and I'll also be the first person to uh, say look out for someone's mental health, right? Hundred percent. But I, I also, I, I do kind of think that if you're playing rugby league and you fuck up, and you drop the ball and you drop the ball again, like, isn't that kind of part of the whole? You're open. Mate, you've got to be open mate, to this sort of I'd shit. S-
1: like I'll give you the hot tip. It, is it? It's, it's part and parcel of being an NRL footballer. Like, Brett Kamali probably doesn't like them showing him throwing that cutout pass yeah. and, that got intercepted. He probably hates that. Yeah, exactly. It's shown all the fucking time, and everyone has a good old giggle, and they sit around and pat each other on the back and go, that was hilarious. Or when bloody big Gordy Tallis dragged that poor bastard, who was Swinging
0: it? Hodgson swinging
1: H-Hodg, him over the side. Like, the I mean, I'll, keep, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what's <laughs> more embarrassing. That is, being I'm absolutely watching. ragdolled and dragged <laughs> within an inch of your life in origin, oh. no Less, like, which, and that is what they show every single time, time anyone shows any Origin highlights. That is in there. And, I mean, you want to you're talk... You're getting
0: it- absolutely bitched. It's basically Gordon just going... like mm. It's it's Gordon throwing a man outside of Origin going, you are not yeah. cut out yeah, for not,
1: this arena. You're not cut from this cloth, cloth.
0: He and, also, I think, threw the pass that started the decade of dominance to which Darren Lockyer swooped on the ball and scored, which also gets shown all the time. Now... The, but I think the Gordon Talis one is a great example of where it's like, this is just part of the game. If you if you have a fucking howler of a moment mm-hmm. in a grand final, which you did, and it, for all intents and purposes, cost you the grand final, or it certainly gave the opposition the greatest chance that they hit the drop goal from there. Yeah, what you? It's not that far fetched to think that they're going to bring it up if you do it again. Well it's also like
1: if Hodgson got ragdolled again, I guarantee you there'd be something going, Oh, it's deja vu for Hodgson. There you go. One hundred and fifty percent. Now, obviously it would have been tough for old poor old Benny when he dropped that 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 kickoff. Por- I mean no one's no one's de- no one's debating that, but that's now a part of history. Like, that's done. I'm sure he's moved on with it and probably I'm sure he's, you know. He's, well, he's, he's you know what, he to should. live with He it. should
0: like I mean you would think but that I, he has but to.
1: But, I, but I, I heard someone on the weekend right, and they made a very valid point. They were saying they were quite you know uh, passionate about it as well. They were saying why is Ben Hunt catching if he's if he's not up if he's not up to it if he can't catch these these big high looping kickoffs. Cheeks. Then why is he in the position to do so? He's a half. It's not his job to dude, catch the ball. His wingers and fullbacks, fullbacks' job. Is that's their literally their job. So he was saying that in the uh, grand final, you could argue where the fuck's Darius then? Why isn't Darius well,
0: fielding that catch? Dude, someone said this to me actually the other day, and sort of was explaining. It. They were saying that I think it might have been. I think I heard the. Uh, I think I heard Piggy saying it somewhere, right. and he was saying that like. It's, it's kind of like all NRL clubs, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, this is just what everyone does, so we do, every team does it, is the half takes the kickoff. It's like, he. why don't you have the guys that take highballs do that? Why, yeah. why does the half need to be there? Like The no. half also realistically doesn't need to be involved in the first couple of plays where you're bringing it out of your own no. end anyway. Mate, it's, why don't it's you logical. get one of your wingers or your fullback to take the kick? And it's, again, look, I also say if you're a professional footballer, learn how to take a fucking catch. But, no, but if you're, no, but if if you're st- trying to minimise the opportunity exactly. or give your best chance to catch a ball. Who's the
1: best catcher statistically? For fullback, your fullback. Fullback, winger. So put well, him probably there. Probably your fullback. So yeah. he should be fielding all catches, particularly if you want to go back to the 2015 grand final in that sort of moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Darius, I remember, I, if I recall correctly, the guy was saying, he was making this point we saying that Darius was was pretty close to him, just sort of leaning against the post, just sort of chilling out.
0: Well, but the thing is, it's not his. It's 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 in that setup. All NRL teams do it. The halves take the kickoff. You watch in any fucking team. Like I would, you would almost say ninety-nine percent of the time, the half is yeah. taking the catch no, because right. that's just what all the teams do because that's what's always been done. Mm. This was how I heard it explained to me, anyway. And when you think about it, it seems pretty fucking stupid. But again, if he's got mental health issues, Ben. And he can't. Does he? Well, I don't know. I think that he probably. I think there's been some sort of documentation about him struggling with uh, public scrutiny around his performances in games. Whether that's just the grand final, whether he had a lot of head noise from that one game, or whether it's been from that that game and then the flow on from there. If you know, he's uh, he got dropped from Origin, didn't he? He started playing half in Origin and then he got dropped and then he got brought back in at Hooker or some shit. Mm. But. But here, look at the end I, I of the day. I also think journalists are necessarily. How is a journal meant to know? Oh, okay. Ben Hunt's suffering mental But that's health. not a that's not a journalist. It's,
1: it's, it's, it was social media.
0: No, well, it was a fox. It was fox league. So yeah, it was a fox league staff. But writer it would have been. It just, would
1: have been someone in the social.
0: Well, I think they've written up an article. Oh, maybe okay, yeah, right. there were like a bit of copy, to, a bit of right. a bit of writing right. to go with the photos yeah, or yeah. the videos. But again, like. You can't ben Hunt's, know that ben Hunt's a
1: hell of a player. You know what I mean? He's a like, great
0: player. Look, no he, one's saying he's a shit player, but he's dropped the fu- another high ball. Unfortunately, yeah. that's what you're going to be known as. It's like the Falcon is now a term in rugby league when you get hit on there with a the ball because of fucking Mario Fennec. Okay? Exactly.
1: Exactly. And and back to Hodgson, like he would he would get asked about that or heckled about that every probably every day of his life. Sure. So I mean, unfortunately, if you're in this world where everything's heavily scrutinized and remembered and recorded and like. Talked about, then sorry bruh. But it's that's gonna be, it's it. gonna come up every now and yeah. then. It's gonna come up every now and Especially then. And they d- weren't being like, you're a dickhead, you're a loser because you dropped it. They were just going, Oh, you've dropped it You's, again. Dropped it which again. you have. Sorry, bruh, don't drop it if if that's the case.
0: If you aren't gonna be able to deal with that, that's I think you've gotta you've gotta really like I think that if you if your mental health is at a point where you can't handle that. I'm not making any judgment on it, dude. I know people that suffer mental health. It's not yeah. but like if you can't handle that, mm. then maybe rugby league isn't the, the is is like that's not your biggest problem then. You've got to work on trying to deal with that shit because you're in a sport that is fucking publicly scrutinized in every which way, every way you slice it. Mm. And that's on the lower end of, of criticism. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, you're dead right. I wonder though, it makes me wonder, Tom. If there is something in it, like the way that the players sort of rush in, and Fafita was like, "Players stick together and fuck you," and was like, "He'd seem pissed off." Yeah, he
0: was fuming. Is there he might hates the media. that
1: there must be a yarn there somewhere, or there might be a yarn there somewhere.
0: Well, there'd be a yarn around Ben Hunt's uh, mental health. Sure, I think so, but he dropped the ball again. That's all it is. Like you drop the ball again.
1: Yeah, but it, yeah that's what i mean it's not the end of the world no Just but like whatever.
0: i mean it's not gutter journalism you know no. what i mean like that's it's not like you're a fucking piece of shit for doing this it's gutter it's not gutter journalism bro it's it's the world of rugby league the reason that people that fans are so engaged with the sport is because of shit like this and it's not mm. saying oh people only engage with negative stuff mm. they're engaged with all of it with memes with videos with parodies with Times when you fuck up with Hodgson getting ragdolled. With elite podcasts. With elite podcast Top of the heap stuff. That's what it's about. Mm. And you've got to take the good with the bad. And I don't think that's that bad. Couldn't agree more. Anyway. Couldn't agree more. Um, was there any more rugby league shit we had there? On there our, might have been. On our notes, Eddie.
1: There may have been, Tom. Let me just tend to my notes. Yeah. Let me tend to my notes.
0: Um, shout out to a punter dribbler quickly who was, look, and man, this is, look, we don't want this to happen to Brendan Elliott for like too heavily because he's been, until Manley's game, and we're not talking Manly, but like he obviously had a shock on the weekend, but mm. someone, and it was hilarious, I was pissing myself, was in the, uh, I oh, shoot, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't go through the messages to find out who it was. That's a catch. But... He was on the, he was at the sideline. He zoomed right in on Brandon Elliott, and he's screaming, oh, Brandon! This never, Brendan, This never, mate! Oi, never! that And I was just like, I couldn't breathe, dude. It what a dribbler! So love that though. Funny. Shout out to the punters and dribblers who were at Magic Round. Uh,
1: yeah. Shout out to every single board. one of you punters and every single one of you dribblers.
0: Documenting HD light. Yeah. You know. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. But Snapchats and the photos.
1: Else. Fucking hilarious. Yep. Magic round, I think, Tom, on the face of it, a success. Yep. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot you can do with it to make it even more magic.
0: All right, Eddie. So, the punter and the dribbler who obviously sticks old and listens to uh, the podcast regularly, if this isn't their first one. Uh, and if it is, welcome. 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 Uh, firstly encourage you to spread the seed far and wide, much like a plague. Tell your friends. Spread your seeds, punters, dribblers. That's it. Uh, but they'll remember that we spoke about a, 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 a red-headed uh, AFL player who dyes his hair blonde, former AFL player. In oh, the Ack. Ackermanis. Yeah. Jason Ackermanis. I'm Akker. with you. Sure. Uh, look, retired AFL player, brown low medal winner, three-time premiership player with the Brisbane Lions. Yep. Decided to embark on a professional golfing career. Yep. Post AFL career. Yep. Then news dropped about sometime during March that Acker had been shafted. He'd been banned from a couple of golf courses in Victoria because he'd been cheating. And That's right. doing some weird skull right? Yeah. So we sort of we had a yarn about that. Spoke about Aka.
1: Well, we just we just talked about how full of shit he
0: is. Yeah, how absolutely full of shit he is. Like how
1: he said he got a birdie, but then pretended to get a bogey. Like, yeah,
0: he, he got. He said he got. He said he got. He said he got like the par five. He said he got a birdie, and then the people saw him take six shots, something like that. Aka, you know. But anyway, we sort of thought, look, he sort of def- denied it, defended himself. And I mean, look, t- it was hard to trust him when it was two golf courses yeah. that had banned him, but he has been banned from a third punter's dribblers, which is ridiculous. The, like, it becomes irrefutable almost again alleged. I mean, it
1: was it was already irrefutable,
0: but you know, but so now
1: it's been, solidified, it's been solidified, cast in bronze, stone, you could say, iron, you could whatever,
0: say whatever. But I just want to. Again, apologies for the reading that's about to come, punters, dribblers, just because I, you know, I... Well, do your best, Tom. I'll do my best. Const- focus. Yeah. Focus. I will. So he's been marched from his third club yep. amid allegations of cheating and heated confrontations with fellow members. So he sounds like he's a bit of a hothead as well, probably competitive as fuck. So, well he's
1: definitely competitive well, as yeah, fuck.
0: Athletes. Uh so but Acker has sent a letter of complaint to Gulf Australia and sought clarification around Gulf New South Wales rules yeah. uh, and procedures that are you know, involved in his dismissal, right? So yeah. he's obviously like, what is, is fucking faking, Is lying about how many shots you take, cheating.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah For a giggle. Is. Well, yeah. So yeah. he
0: says, the protocol you're supposed to go through versus what I went through is diabolical. It's so bad. I'm seeking clarification on a couple of issues. The reality is the crime doesn't fit the punishment. So you're admitting to crime here, though. But you are admitting to being a cheat. You are admitting to doing this shit. So- so he's basically saying that
1: cheating doesn't equal being suspended. He goes, suspended in, "In all three cases,
0: in all three cases, the crimes don't even go close to being justified to what has actually gone on." So you're admitting that crime, that this that like this shit. There is truth to it, right? Yeah. So it's just stop fucking up at golf courses. How about you just be on your best behaviour when you're playing golf? How many times have you play golf in your life, Eddie? Oh, how many in my life? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, hundreds of you times? You ever been kicked off a course? No, never. Never. You ever been in a blue with anyone? No. Th- no. It goes on here. His the life- only time
1: I've ever been in trouble, I'll never forget it, was a dabo golf course, right? Yeah. And I was having a fucking shocker. I know I, did, I banged the table again, but I was having a shocker, punters, <laughs> dribblers. I really was. And I was fucking furious. And I've just... This was years ago, but it was I was still clearing my head as... <laughs> Like, it was as, as if it was yesterday. And I've just picked up my 7-iron, and I'm just hacking away at the, at the fairway. Just absolutely furious. Jacob Barnes, if you're listening. Shout out. don't know if you are, but if you are, g'day, man. And I was just hacking the shit out of the course, <laughs> and I was just furious. And then I see this, oi! And I've looked over, and this bloke sort of, like, marching over, I like, fucking, here we go. Because I was a member at the time as well at Dubbo. And, yeah. that, I mean, if... if you could you could probably get in trouble. I don't know. I was a young. I was only probably fifteen. I was young thinking. throbber. Yeah. And this guy walks over and he gets probably thirty metres away and he just goes, "Mate, feeling in your divots," and then walks
0: off. <laughs> 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 was he? A, was he just a member or was he a grandson Yeah,
1: he was just a member. He was, you know, taking pride in his course.
0: Yeah, fair. Point cool. is though, I've I've nearly
1: hacked up the the second or the third or whatever hole I was on. Sure. And all you get's is little, little mate, filling your divots. You got to be a, a some, you got to be a fucking serial pest to be removed from three courses. I'll give you that yeah, tip. So he, and it wouldn't just be. And if he's like, "Oh, people are counting my scores and shit," it's like because there would have been whispers through the club that, that you're, you're a sheet.
0: fucking cheater. And we'd also and that called for it last time. We said, we, "Let's get Acker banned." Exactly. Hashtag ban Acker. So, I mean, the
1: only reason that you're gonna that you're being, you know, vilified, if that's the yeah. in, if your words not mine, uh it's because you're a known
0: cheat. Yeah, and you're also his latest his latest ban, Eddie, was his latest ban sent at Wadonga Sent it around actions during a fucking charity event. It was a charity golf day where he was. Where he claims he was told by organisers to play more shots because his group was a play down. So he said, Oh, they told me to take more shots." Like. Uh, bruh.
1: As in what? I get two shots because we don't have a player. This was
0: a charity golf day where I donated my time and the organiser said, you've only got three in your group so you can have the extra shot. So he's taken two shots. So if, you know, if you're if playing with four people, he's going, I'll have the first and the fourth.
1: Why would they tell you that, Akka? They at, a, said, at,
0: a, at a charity golf game, why <laughs> the fuck would they bother? They, they actually said you can have as many shots as you like because you're doing us a favour. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, mate? What? So you get to go
1: down there because you're a fucking rock star in your own mind and, and the, hit as many balls as you want until you get it right. Yeah. What are you telling me? You can have fifty parts until one sinks. You're Wait, a, Mate, you're an idiot. Take as many as you like, mate. No, don't worry about it. You're an idiot, okay. You're, you're an idiot.
0: You have to be a seriously competitive, mate. This bloke should be.
1: This bloke should be fucking locked up. Honestly, they should look at locking this bloke up. This guy's a sociopath. He's
0: a, he's a psychopath,
1: mate. As many shots as you want at a charity game, what the, What are you on about, mate?
0: Sit down and relax. It if- also seems like such an ill-thought-out excuse. Like, Oi, we caught you cheating again. Nah, they, are, they said I can have as many shots as I want.
1: They actually said because I'm <laughs> such a big deal that I can have as many as I want. No, they didn't, actually,
0: Jason. No, they didn't, bro. Jason. That what you're lying again? That you is can't. such a lie, <laughs> Jason. How dare you? And I mean, I mean like, so I'm saying. It was the writing on the wall? Should we have known a man who dyes his hair blonde is he's, he's got his well a,
1: well, a red nut that dies. A
0: red nut, sorry, a red nut that die And shout out to red nuts. But if a red mm. nut who dyes his hair blonde mm. and doesn't say anything about it, tries to pass it off, even though his beard's still red. Yeah. You don't trust a guy like
1: does that. Does Ed Sheeran try and dye his hair blonde? No. No, he owns it. He owns his he's red. He's comfortable nut. in his own body, in his own skin. What does
0: Brad Parker do?
1: Does Brad Parker dye no, his hair blonde? No, he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. Brad Parker, he knows who he is and he sticks and by he, himself. He what? believes in himself. And also, just on top of, like, you, of all people, Acker, should believe in yourself more than anyone else because you've won a couple of, you, didn't even you win three straight premierships? Three ships? straight
0: Prems, Brownlow. And
1: you're still lying to yourself, which, which, I mean, look, you're absolutely right, Tom. We should have seen this come. And the writing was on the wall yep. back in 2000, 2001, 2002, that Acker was a cheat and a liar. Not to be trusted. And a bloody scallywag who shouldn't be trusted. Uh, Now, so just a shout out to the golf courses in this great nation. Who aren't putting up with this shit. Lock up your gates. Lock up your clubhouses. Lock up your greens and your fairways. Because Acker's about, and this bloke, he needs to be locked up. He
0: needs to be locked up. And also, shout out to Jake Barnes, who probably hasn't spoken to Eddie since that fateful day on the Dubbo Golf Course when he tore up the place. (laughs) Shout out to Jake. Jake? Jacob. Jacob Barnes? Yep. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> punters dribblers the podcast brought to you by the baddest biltong in the goddamn country bareback biltong me, you know the, the biltong uh, you, you, you want and you need uh, the biltong you'd have at your wedding The bil- exactly and you know what if you were having a wedding biltong historically would seem very tacky very cheap very bogan but let me put it this way you'd have it for
1: your show, you'd have it for the mains and you'd have it for dessert sounds silly yes In reality, not a silly idea. It's
0: a wedding showstopper. Now, is that part of what they sent to us? No, we've tried it and we've made the executive decision that if you're having a wedding, bareback biltong is essential. Now, obviously, it can be enjoyed in many other forms, like just, you know, at work. Or at home. On the couch. In the bath. In the bath, specifically. uh, You know, while you're going for a walk, while you're changing diapers. On the john. Having a dump. It's it's the food for every occasion. Yeah. Now, if I could just give you some specifics around the Bareback Biltong Pundits dribblers. Uh, it's made from grass-fed Aussie beef. They're original and smoked chili flavors. That's right. They've got both. Uh, they're sure to get the taste buds dribbling. Now, we know this because obviously you wouldn't have a Biltong at your wedding that didn't get the taste buds dribbling. Bareback's very first creation was the original collection. Now, that provides just the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more, especially on your special day, on your big day. The perfect salt blend coupled with bareback secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favorite. At any wedding. At any wedding, both uh, domestic or or international.
1: Now, obviously, if you were going to have an international wedding, you'd want your, you'd want your bareback cold smoked for six hours. Correct. Wouldn't you? Well, if people are spending all this money to fly international. Fucking hell. The least you can do is cold smoke <laughs> that bitch for six hours. That's the very least you can do. And that's what they do using the unique bareback method. Thank God. Thank God. Thank the heavens. Thank the heavens, Punish dribblers. Now, their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoke collection. Now, that's that's the big fella's favorite. Loves the smoke chili. Loves the spiced and smoked collection for the big fella. Now, the simple oaky flavor punter's dribble This is, is important. Is heightened by the addition of their secret spices. That's not me stumbling over my words. That's that's true. That's real life. Oh on. no, that's it. That's you. That's bankable information. That's bankable. Take that to the bank. It's heightened by the addition of secret spices. Now we know what that means. It means it means glory. Yeah. It means she's saying yes at the altar. Yeah.
0: That means she's saying yes, he's saying yes. Rings are getting put on. Everyone's having a. You're about to have a party. You're about to have a fucking. You're about to
1: have the day of your fucking goddamn life. Day to remember. Secret spices. That's what holds this party together. Okay. Now it provides a truly rare and delicious flavor. Obviously, that's why it's at the wedding. Very special day. Now, importantly, it's delivered across Australia. So if you are having an international wedding, you'll have to buy it here and take it overseas. Yes.
0: Now that's not not, too hard to do. I'm not sure what sort of stamp duty is and international importation tax or any of that sort of shit. That's Dior. Dior. That's that's not our problem, nor is it the kind people at Bareback Biltong, that's yours but you can serve it internationally
1: if you, if you, if you, if you can be bothered to take if you it, can look be again that's up to you, yeah. now you buy it at barebackbiltong.com.au punters, dribblers, if you got that, that's barebackbiltong.com.au
0: Alright, punters, dribblers the fallout dramas, rugby union still going, Fallout dramas, now we were just talking about gutter journalism, mm. and I found that well, I mean, we sort of spoke last week about how rugby union journalists suck balls and if they were any good, they would be able to build a narrative and sort of like make this an interesting story, whereas you and I have sort of spoken about how we weren't even really, you weren't really compelled to read any of the facts and the, you know, what was going on. And look, I don't know if they were listening, Eddie, because obviously top of the podcast there's every chance they were all tuning in and then off the back of our criticism going and trying to make it better. Well, mm. they didn't. They didn't make it better. They sucked. But the one that pissed me off the most, Eddie, and pissed me off good was from the Daily Telegraph, the Men's Women's Weekly. Now, hold your breath. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be reading live on air and, and making it a nightmare. For
1: Thank for the, God. For the punter and the dribbler. That's a win for the punter and the dribbler, let me tell you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge win.
0: But just let me read the headline. So it's a picture of uh, some Pacific Islander boys all in a huddle praying yep. after a game. Yep. Thanking the Lord, I guess, for their safe passage through the 80 minutes of rugby union, Eddie. And for their
1: blessings to and be on the field. And for their blessings sure. on
0: the field. Now, Super Rugby players, huge public show of support for Israel Folau. Now, I don't know about you, Eddie, but I've seen them... Do that after every fucking game of rugby you do. Ever. They do. They all huddle up, yep. they get around, yep. and they pray. Yep. They give thanks, whatever they're doing, but they do it after every game. Happens all the time. And these
1: Has that but was it confirmed that it was for Israel?
0: Of I'm course it wasn't that. for fucking Israel. Yeah. They do it after every game. This is the telegraph. Whoever the journo is, I'm not gonna publicly call you out because we've ended careers. But <laughs> This was them basically like, uh, you know, religious baiting, religion baiting, trying to trying to widen the divide that Israel has sort of caused with this bullshit.
1: Oh, it's fucking grubby.
0: And by going, that's oh, gu- yeah, that's
1: gutter, that's, that's gutter journalism. That's gutter
0: journalism where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, a huge so- show of support for Falau. Like, unless they unless they started bagging homosexuals on the field or wearing like Israel Falau's number <laughs> or something that I missed.
1: Or were talking exclusively about Israel, which they wouldn't have been.
0: They were literally They were, praying. Huddle, they were praying. Humbly praying and doing their own thing like they and do Israel, after And Israel game.
1: isn't their God. So the, I'd be shocked if they were down there praying to him. No.
0: It was really shit, dude. I just read that. And again, for the people that don't necessarily watch Rugby Union, which is a lot of people because it's not the fucking greatest product right now, uh, they're not necessarily seeing that. After every game, and also if you're not going to, but
1: they don't always show it they anyway. They don't always
0: show it, right? And apparently, the only time
1: the only time you can sometimes pick on up, pick up on it is if they're interviewing a player. You can sort of see it in the, in background, the background, maybe, or if it's like a passing shot of the yeah. stadium where the you know there's players walking around. They might show it, but it's not. It's certainly not something that they always show. But no. they usually do it. Yeah, hundred percent. They usually and always do it.
0: Apparently, and I can't remember who I was talking to about it mm. over the weekend, but they were saying that like. Even like Drew Mitchell and um, Stephen Hoyles, maybe who were commentating the game. Yeah. And um, I think they kept like they went to narrowly or like some Fox, some narrowly Meadows. I don't know if she does the Fox the Fox Union, but it was some maybe Louise Ransom, Dior, who it was. It was one of the Fox League Rugby Union sideline uh, women, and she was going. She, and you're a mate. If she's doing it, she's got a producer like up her ass, basically going, get this, get this, this. She's standing there going, like, wow, what a show of support for Israel Folau. Like, she's got him in the background. To, again, Dior, this is all third-hand information. I was told this is what happened. But then, like, Drew Mitchell and, and Hoyles are going, mate, this happens every game. Like, what do we... Well,
1: but, you like, I expect Drew to be honest.
0: Well, of course they're going to be honest. Because, I boys, mean, Drew's, what's what's
1: not, June is honest. Drew's an honest guy. Well, Drew's a friend of the show, he yeah, He's Drew a friend is. of the show. Look, he's a friend of the show, but that doesn't mean that he's, you know... Only honest because he's a friend of the show.
0: No, I'm just saying that we know
1: it. But, but you're good. Good for him to call that bullshit out yeah. because it's just rubbish. Hey, it was weak. It's li- it's the lies. It's lies. Lies. Now we're okay. not going to go into the, the Israel Falou thing again. I think that we've done it as as much justice as we can. Yep. Um, did we nail it? Almost certainly. Hundred uh, percent. Did we get a little hot under the collar at the time? Maybe a tad. Mm-hmm. Do I back away from my comments? No.
0: Never. I Ever, ever.
1: Never negotiate with terrorists, punters, dribblers. Correct. Now, there is a fresh, hot news story that I was sent this afternoon by a punter and dribbler, friend of the show, Hugh. I didn't shout out to Hugh. Hugh sent me this article to this afternoon, punters, dribblers, and um, it's interesting. It's spicy stuff. It's, it's spicy, spicy stuff. So Foxtel punters, dribblers. Okay. So Foxtel, um, they... Had a loss last financial year of $417 million. Now, that ain't chump change. That's serious, serious. Aren't it Bickies? are Bickies? It's aren't premium it's, Bickies. There, that, there aren't its creams, punished yep. dribblers.
0: Premier cookies, even, you That's, know. They, you're looking at the Premier
1: bicky yeah. in the country no, when you're talking numbers like that. Yeah,
0: no black and gold.
1: So it's it's 65% owned by News and 35% owned by Telstra. It was a 417 dollars million before-income tax expenses for the 2018 calendar year. dear, fucking all. dear, all, dear all, all that shit. Doesn't really matter, right? Point is this. Point is this, punters, dribblers, is that they're in fucking trouble, right? They're in desperate trouble. Now, Fo- Foxtel subscriptions are falling off a cliff. Okay, people. the punter and the dribbler are banning them for KO, which they own. They
0: own, but, but KO obviously a But they're leaving service. the Foxtel
1: model as it is to go to Netflix, to go to Stan, to go to KO. You save money, it's cheaper, right? It is, if you do it that way. Now, the punter and the dribbler, uh, Foxtel, losing subscriptions hand over fist, Tom. Yeah. Now, half of their budget, I've been led to believe, goes to sports um, broadcasts. Like getting the rights mm. and to like the production of content, right? Now AFL and NRL do all the heavy lifting in terms of bringing in subscriptions. They're they're the mover of the needle. But well, let's trip.
0: be let's be real. Before we had KO, Eddie. Before we got that free KO, yeah. We're wide. For, yeah. Well, we already had KO, but we obviously needed free KO. Because, yeah. Well, but before that, I had Fox for rugby league, uh, for rugby union. Basically, just because you sport. needed it. You needed it for the sport.
1: You needed it. You needed it to watch our beloved NRL. Um, and to a lesser extent, everything else. Yes. But apparently the cricket um, deal, I think it was 1.2 million. They paid fucking huge money. Uh, that has fallen- 1.2
0: billion or million? Billion. Yeah, you said million.
1: I meant billion, punters, dribblers. Apparently it's fallen a little flat. Didn't get them the old subscription needle moving like yeah, they wanted right. to. Does that shock me? No, it doesn't. Uh, But where that's left as punters, dribblers, is that they're looking to shed some sports. Now, if I'm a businessman, which I am, or if I'm in the TV uh, rights game, which I'm not, but if I was, I'd be looking very closely at Rugby Union and the A-League and going, are these motherfuckers moving the needle? And if they are, how much are we paying for them to do so?
0: Eddie, look at my needle. Is it moving? Nah. Nah, it's not moving. It's so, not
1: moving. Moving non-existent.
0: Zero needles, zero lead in zero pencils.
1: And zero movement of the pencils that are leadless. Now, now, apparently uh, the A-League's got four more years, and apparently that contract is ironclad. It's tippity-top. They've got time to... Uh, Explore their, their options. Explore to- their options. But as it were, for poor old rugby union in this country, they've been they've been fucking handed another another kick in the gonads. And this is just – it's right in the sweet spot as well, punters, dribblers. Just fucking driven them right up into the bod.
0: Into the Gilberts.
1: Into the Gillies, into the Burt's. Um they were So ju- when's they, theirs run out? They've just sat down to renegotiate. Oh. Theirs ends at the end of the year, I believe. Oh, I believe oh, this is their last oh. year. So, Fuck. if, if fucking Foxtel goes, bruh, we got no money, bruh, then, I mean, they could end up anywhere. But what's worse, punters, dribblers, is audience numbers have fallen off of the proverbial cliff. So, any monies they are going to get now, because Foxtel's not probably not going to come to the table, well, certainly not with much, because they haven't moved the needle. no. Uh, I mean this could be and this could be the fucking death knell for the code. If they don't get any money to you know Well you're
0: not gonna be able to pay players.
1: That's it. I mean this couldn't oh. have come at a worse time. Dude and and, and 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 the article just goes, Look, nothing's for certain, nothing's set in stone. Obviously this is all whispers at this point, Punters, dribblers are gotta be gotta be ironclad on that. Sorry for banging the table. I've not
0: stopped since I asked. Just so you know, you have hit the whole fucking time. Yeah. Just so everyone. Yeah. yeah sorry.
1: Sure. But, <laughs> but they were sort of like, look, you've got to think that rugby's right up there in terms of firing line yeah, because they wouldn't right. pay a whole lot for anything else. The a- the the EPL they've lost. They've got surfing. I don't know what they pay for that. The NBA, maybe they'd look at losing that. I don't know. I mean, big big questions. Uh, and watch this space, punters, jibblers, because it's a very, very interesting space. Yeah,
0: I feel bad for rugby union, man. I feel bad. They didn't need that
1: kick. They didn't need that kick. And what's worse is, on top of the four hundred and seventeen million dollar loss, punters, jibblers, is that Fox Tel carrying one point six billion in debt, which they're trying to like refinance or repackage or some shit. I mean, that's one for the uh, again. That's
0: one for the. That's business, that's
1: man. one for the for the the punter and the dribbler in the debt markets.
0: Yeah. Not I. Not I said the fly, but very dark times for rugby union. We yeah. we we hate banging on about it. Very dark times. But
1: I mean, look, we hate banging on about it. But punters and dribblers, just know that we are we're out there getting that getting that yarn for you, hunting down the And yarn. if and if that yarn comes across my table, then it's getting spat through this mic.
0: Now, Eddie, just quickly. Because this sort of just to, to wrap up this whole shit show of a situation, mm. this does dovetail nicely into uh, a shout out from a punter dribbler, Matt Shanley. Hit us up on Twitter at Hallowsport Pod. Yeah, punters dribblers. Yeah, once our opinion, A League v Super Rugby, which Reims Supreme as the beta competition. Now, I know what I think. What is it that you think? Because I think that. Despite everything we've just said about where rugby's at, yep. A-League is absolutely the beta competition. Yes. Compared to the AFL. No, to, to, to Super Rugby. Super Rugby V-A-League. Beta competition. What is it? It's, oh,
1: I thought, I've read, I I thought he was saying AFL. no Nah. Because didn't we get an inbox?
0: Yeah, I didn't read that inbox because it was confusing as fuck. Oh, okay. I read it and I was like... Oh, this so is there's... T-
1: okay, there's two questions. Yeah. That's interesting. We got a, We got another question from a punter and a dribbler... About
0: a beta sport. ...asking what's
1: more beta, AFL or
0: A-League? Well, it's A-League on both of these questions. So Matt Shanley and then who who was the other guy? I mean, we should probably shout him out.
1: So the other guy... So let's just reset for a second. Yeah. The... The punter and the dribbler in the inbox, right?
0: At Hallett Sport Podcast on Instagram.
1: That's correct. Thank you, Tom. He asked a question. Okay.
0: Uh, he I- said IJM 2592 He said that they are at the their local in far north
1: Queen, far north of New South Wales, um, and they changed. The, they wanted to change the channel because they didn't want to watch the news and the South Cowboys game had just finished. He said he prefers the AFL, but was wondering what the more alpha preference is between the AFL and the A-League.
0: Oh, it's AFL. Well, it's
1: obviously AFL.
0: 100% it's AFL.
1: A-League is so beta, it is It is unbelievable. Mm. There's no money, there's fuck or no crowds, there's no narrative, well, mate, there's look, no honest, marquee players. While
0: we're on it, bloody Sydney FC beat uh, the Melbourne victory 6-0 or 6-1 in the semi. And no one was even talking about it. Everyone was talking about that dad who may or may not have lied about the fact his disabled daughter needed to use the bathroom exactly. and gotten a stink with some Well,
1: exactly. Car. That's the story. So where that leaves us is the answer is the A-League is, is the beta play in in all situations. Yes. In all situations. It is the beta sport of the next. Put it this way, Tom. Put it this way, punters and dribblers. And ask yourself this honestly. Did you know that there was two more A-League teams coming in? One next year, one the year after. Did any of you know that? And if you did, name me the teams.
0: That's the biggest question. Because look, obviously we were aware because of our sort of where we sit within the sporting landscape of the nation. Um, we sort of had to. But put it this
1: way, punters and dribblers. Put it this way. I read today the names of the teams, and I've already forgotten them. I know where they are. Ones like South be- Melbourne. Ones like between uh, Geelong and like West South West Melbourne.
0: So for everyone in Victoria who knows what that means, good
1: for I mean- you. I don't. Uh, And the other one is in like MacArthur, like southern Sydney, down towards Campbelltown. Because I think, Eddie,
0: everyone, you know what? The one thing I think we were were thinking was I reckon more teams. Let's dilute the talent pool even further in Mm. the A League. I think that's what we need here. To sort of try and spread the talent even thinner across the nation, and yeah. Maybe that'll bring crowds. That no, makes back. sense. Makes sense. Maybe but, that'll. But make also, the game better. also
1: let's let's dilute two more markets. So two markets that already have two teams, Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. Let's give them another team to dilute that market even
0: further. Well, I mean, let's that. So there's two there's two A League teams, but there's also two AFL teams. There's a Super Rugby team, and there's eight NRL teams. Yeah. So let's give them another. Football team.
1: Let's give them another football team. That makes complete sense. Where poor old Canberra was bloody
0: begging for a team. Tasmania. Who does Tasmania have to fuck to get a team? Oh, Eddie, bit of UFC chat. Obviously, we are the one-stop shop for any pun and dribblers UFC needs. Now, I know there's probably some that are, you know, some of you fucking... I'd say... I mean, look, I wouldn't class you as a punter or a dribbler if you're not a fan of your mixed martial arts. But if you're not, whatever. Mm. I'm dribbling myself. Now, yep. shout out to Alexander the Great Volkanovsky, mm. Aussie throbber. Yeah. Knocking off Jose Aldo. That's it. Um, was just a unanimous decision in Brazil, which doesn't happen very often.
1: No, it doesn't. Uh, obviously, a huge win. Jose used to be pound for pound. Used yeah. to be undefeated, used to be an elite throbber. So he's got it in him. Yeah, he's had a couple of he's had a couple of tough losses Look, recently. Joseph,
0: but this is kind of what the USC does, right? Like you kind of go, all right, you get this emergent throbber, mm. and then you have uh, maybe a, a, a former great who's past his prime but still good, and you give this emergent throbber an opportunity to prove himself. Now yep. you either you either pass the test or mm. you fucking don't, right? Yeah, sink like, or swim. Bro. They did it with Adesanya and. Uh, uh, and uh the Anderson Silver. Yeah. And so they've done it here with um Volkanovsky and they've done it with Jose. He's beaten him. And it looks like his next fight will probably be for the title. Um but they have also just announced I'm pretty sure the rumors going around is that Max Holloway back down to fight Frankie Edgar. See, Frankie's still getting around. Max Now is this we'll is this is
1: this there. just look, and I mean no disrespect to Frankie. But is, is is Frankie a little bit yesterday's news?
0: Yeah, a little bit. He's a former champ.
1: But I know he like, is. He but got, it's also like, is that is that where we're at with that division? Yes. Where we're, we're dragging
0: yes. Frankie back for title fights? Well, Frankie's definitely up there. Frankie's definitely up there in the mix. But again, that's what I, like, well, I'm not saying he isn't. He hasn't fought. There's been a couple of times where they've been slated him and Holloway to fight and someone's had to drop out. Right. But Frankie got knocked to shit by uh, Brian Ortega. Knocked out. Like, literally, it was the... It was like an uppercut that he's like uppercutted him off the goddamn ground. Mm. Um, and then and then Ortega got just absolutely destroyed by Holloway. So I mean different styles. Uh, you know, Frankie's a bit more of a wrestler, I don't know. Fuck again, Dior specifics around that, but I can't see it going too much any other way. But it's fighting, so also you never fucking know. Um No, you'd never know. And then just a couple more fights that are coming up that are, you know, for the punter and the dribbler to get stiff for. Yeah. Uh, Tony Ferguson against Cowboy. Stiff. And then Nate Diaz is coming back to fight Anthony Pettis at Welterweight. And is that locked in? Yes. That or- is locked in August, I believe. That is locked, locked in. Nate, thank God you're back, mate. It's been so long. Has been he run so out of? Long. Has he run out of bickies? Well, yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he uh, his puff ain't what it used to be. I'm
1: sure he's running out of that that bicky. Yeah. And Connor, I mean, whatever, but whatever. Cara, that's might. sick though.
0: Yeah, I liked.
1: Right? I like all those four. Yeah,
0: that's some some good fights.
1: I like all those four. And
0: then Stepe versus uh, Stepe versus um, DC. Again, mm. I mean, I'm not su—I'm not as stiff for that because DC knocked him out in one round, but still cool. And then hopefully John Jones. Why won't on-
1: John Jones fight DC? Because
0: it's heavyweight, and DC only wants to fight him down at lightweight to avenge. John's never fought at heavyweight. Oh, okay. Do you know DC is undefeated at heavyweight? Y- like in before before yeah, he yeah, went yeah. down to lightweight. Yeah, like I did know that. So, but is that
1: fight going to happen?
0: Uh, DC was interviewed like today or yesterday.
1: No, it's DC versus. John Jones.
0: Yeah, he was saying, I'm only going to go down if we fight. He has
1: to do it. He has to try again.
0: Yeah, it's the last time. But, like, you know, he's already been beaten twice. But because he's gone up and won the heavyweight title, I think you can un- you can respect him going back down there and trying to do it. Otherwise, you'd be like, fuck off, bro. Like, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. If he hadn't gone up to heavyweight and won it, you'd just be like, nah, dude, who cares, really? Like, I don't want to see this for a third time. But...
1: I'd watch it for a third of time. Of course
0: i will watch it for a third time. <laughs> I wanted to congratulate
1: Ben Simmons on listening to us, but then, you know,
0: he he got busy.
1: He got his alpha on in game six. He got up and about. He got very busy for the boys. Did we play a role? It's hard to say.
0: But but I would confidently say yes.
1: I would confidently say yes. I would say that the chances are 100% that he Mm -hmm. listened. Uh, but then was Cruel's Game 7, Kawhi Leonard, with the most outrageous buzzer better you're probably going to see. It was fucking insane. Outrageous because he's got Joel Embiid with his, with his hand all in his face. All in his face. He's, he's, he's falling right. He's falling back. He's got to get it away with two seconds. It's 90 all. And then the ball just bounces four times. All bouncers,
0: rim. punters, dribblers, count them.
1: Are you serious, bruh? Four
0: times? And when you watch the footage, which you can see at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. You can, yeah. They, like, the the silence, relative silence, what, like, from the shot, and then once it hits the rim, there's just this silence. It's like, dun, 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 doof. Like there's just, it's it was when I first watched it, I couldn't actually see just because whatever screen I was watching on was so small. Yeah. And it was like, it was almost like everyone was just standing there and I'm like, well, why the fuck aren't they celebrating? Did the shot go in? Did it not go in? And then obviously once I saw it again, I'm like, oh my God.
1: There's that, that photo was sick. When Where he's crouched he's down. He's crouched down and yeah. Bede's sort of like looking over, trying to see what's going on. It's mad.
0: It was a tough way to lose for old Ben Simmons and Bede. But obviously
1: Golden State will win the title. So, I mean, we knew that literally this time last. Did you
0: know that Steph Curry has a brother called Seth Curry?
1: He hasn't. Yeah, yeah. Seth Curry plays for the Blazers.
0: Well, they're playing. They're, they're the Toronto.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. The Blazers sorry, Paul play Mantral, the Warriors. Yeah yeah, Paul yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Seth, Seth Curry. And he's yeah.
0: not good looking and probably doesn't shoot threes like him.
1: He doesn't and he's not.
0: Would you say that you're the Seth Curry of this and I am Steph?
1: I would I would respectfully disagree. Oh
0: disagree? Yeah. I thought you were about to respectfully agree and go, you know what, that's fair.
1: No, I would respectfully disagree. Disagree. I feel like I'm the curry and that you're well, a fat Seth.
0: We're both curries. You're like we're a, both you're a, curries. Yeah, right? but you're a fat Seth. I'm I'm a butter chicken, you're like a you know, you're a, la- you're, a, you're, a no, you're you're No, you're like a-
1: Seth you're like Seth Rogan. No, no, no. And I'm Steph Curry.
0: No, no, no. I'd say that I'm Steph Curry. No, and that you're Seth. no
1: no no. You're too big. Sorry. You're too big. No,
0: but you've got the sort you're of. You're too patience, big. But you're also uncoordinated in comparison to me. I
1: would out. I would out three you.
0: You would never out three. I would out three. Bro. Are I you, you kidding me? Zach
1: Pritchard front of the show thought he out three me once and did. <laughs> Zach. And he plays.
0: Yeah, he plays, but he's a little small guy. So, Zach doesn't have mate, all any am saying, is, Mate, strength. all I'm saying is oh, he's like, he was
1: like New South Wales and he thought he could out through the Zach champ. wasn't
0: New South Wales. I think he was. No, he not I think he thought he could out, out through the champ. He, he might have coached like the under-11s New South Wales team.
1: Mate, I'm just telling you, you're up against it. Look, that's I'm, all I'm saying.
0: I would be the Steph, you would be the Seth. I okay. think that's fair to say. Sure. And... I mean, we might have to settle this three competition.
1: We it's, may. We we will definitely. I'll
0: have to. I will out three. But you, shout
1: out to everyone who's trying to beat uh, Golden State. Won't happen. Won't happen. Good luck. That's why the NBA a little bit of a yawn.
0: Yes, and we don't negotiate with terrorists, as we said. But we have, you know, this is old. we did this because we wanted to. Jorge, fuck you. Shout out to Yuli's Brews, not sponsored, but our mate James Harvey, mm. Yuli's Brews, uh, for. Obviously, he's a huge fan of the podcast. I repeat, huge fan, enormous, um, gigantic, gigantic, biblical. Um, basically, with his cans on the bottom of like you know a certain batch that he'll put out. Yes, he'll put a little fucking slogan out here. You know, enjoy your tins, tins, whatever. Yeah, he's gone with the beer soon run. So you'll see that again on the Instagram. But on the bottom of his uh, maybe just the Norman cans. I'm not sure, but beer soon. Great homage to the Hello Sport podcast, I thought.
1: It's a beautiful homage. It's a beautiful touch, Tom. I think it's elegant. I think it's understated. Yep. I think it's everything that we preach on yep. the podcast, yep. which is beer Elegance soon and or beer's beer's never.
0: Soon. Well, I mean, I'd love for him to go for a couple of beers nevers, but obviously maybe that's not conducive to No,
1: well, like, no. I don't think so.
0: Maybe just a limited edition beer's never but for But good. Us. I mean, Yuli's Brews. Yuli's Brews. Get it's, it's around. It's a hell though. of
1: a drop. Hell of a drop. It's a hell of a drop. Shout out
0: to Yuli's Brews. Free plug.
1: Tom, where are we at with the podcast? Are we are we winding down?
0: Yeah, I'd say we're certainly looking to sort of wind things down, Eddie. Just a couple more things that I wanted to say yep. before we go. And okay. by a couple, it might just be one. Okay. Um, What's on your mind, Chat? So, look, again, thank you to the punter and the dribbler. A big a big thank you, Tom, to you, the punter and to the dribbler. For getting us free KO. Hashtag yeah. free KO. Uh, we, we, we we called for it. You guys delivered, and that's wonderful. Now, well, it's the power of the punter and the dribbler. It's the power dribbler. of the punter and the dribbler. That's what this show is all about. Now, yeah. second to that, this is a little different because we've, got, we've still got two baggy greens left ahead of the uh, bumper Winter of uh, ODI cricket and the ashes. The ashes. These things are as rare as hens' teeth. They are as rare as hens' teeth. Pun and that is because hens don't have teeth. That's what we're saying. That's the whole thing. That's how rare they are, right? Mm-hmm. They basically except
1: they're not as well. They're not as rare as hens' teeth. Well, they basically don't exist, right? But they basically don't exist. If you, it's like it's like there's one hen out there that like just happened to have teeth. two teeth. That'd be what we're saying because there's only, only two, two in the world left.
0: For 7 billion people. Maybe 8 billion now. Population.
1: Let's go with 8 billion. There's two hats for 8 billion. So do the stats, do the numbers on that. It's that rare. And unless you can beg, borrow or steal or purchase one off someone else in the eleven, if they did, they'd be removed.
0: Yeah. That's not possible. There's two left. I mean, you may as well just beg, borrow. Bows, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, Eddie, I just wanted to just give some... Because, obviously, we're basically not holding them ransom, but it's like if you can do something for us, then we'll happily give you a baggy green. Yeah. If it earns it, right? Much like you can see there the Big Papi Pipe Layer of the Week Award, that earned a baggy green for Alex Arnside, the Alex Arnside Memorial Trophy. Or you can see the proper 12 here, which was sent through by Sam Hiles after it already became available in Australia, but we'd already sent the baggy green. Shout out to Sam Hiles. Uh, Side note... I've, I've craved more of that ever since we did it. I'm not joking. I'm not a whiskey drinker. I've craved more of it ever, ever since we did it.
1: Yeah, it brought you in. Anyway, yeah, it, brought you in. it did. But also, I just want to say this. It, 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 if you think that it could be baggy green worthy-
0: That's true. Then, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. then you
1: then you ask and you may receive. It's as simple as that. You, may, you There could be a plethora of really sick shit that you punters and dribblers have got tucked away under your beds, under your mattresses like this- so if you've got really sick shit and we like it, then yeah, yeah, you'll get a B
0: That's green. I mean We didn't ask for New South Wales. I didn't. Uh, I didn't ask to be merino. I didn't wool ask vest. to be
1: draped in merino wool, punters, dribblers. But I am. I am draped in merino wool, and it feels fantastic. And I gave away baggy green. One of my baggy greens for it. So the point uh, just is on that.
0: Actually, baggy green is is coming. Don't worry. It hasn't. Hit. I don't think you'd have it yet because I haven't mailed it, but it's on route.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it's on route. Has he? Has he? Is he getting toy?
0: Dude, he. I'm sending it into his work for him because he wants to show it off around the office.
1: Love that. Love that. Point What's is, punters,
0: dribblers. Baggy greens on route.
1: Yeah. Just if there you are want, ways if you want, for you to win them. If you want one of the last remaining baggy greens, then you got to put in the fucking hard yards. Now we've said no to a couple of people because the yards weren't hard enough.
0: That's it. And again, appreciate everyone that tries to get one, but you know. Sometimes there's only two left and we're getting
1: stingier with them. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, a couple of you have just come to the party too late. If you had thrown that, you know, your offers in the, in the ring s- three months ago, you'd be wearing one, but you came to the party too late. So now you've got to go big. You've got to go biblical. You've got to go gigantic for one of those bad boys.
0: Snort and growl and howl and prowling. The club's motto, obviously, on the back.
1: Obviously, we love a snort and a growl and a howl and a prowl.
0: That's without question. That's beyond question Uh, so they're out out there punish dribblers shout out to baggycaps.com actually who hooked us up with these haven't given them a shout out for well they got a lot a minute no they did but thanks thank you Um, like review like subscribe five stars punish dribblers Um, tell your mates tell your mum tell your dad Tell your mum and your dad. Tell your mum and your dad. Tell your
1: bro and your sis. Yeah. Tell your dog. Tell your neighbour. Tell your neighbours first. Tell your neighbours. Love Tell our neighbour. Tell work your neighbour. Co- work colleagues. Um, Spread it around. Your doctor.
0: Exactly. Your nurse. But should be. yeah. Nurses. Or
1: doctors. doctors. Um, Orthopaedics. Dentists. Surgeons. Well, yes. Lawyers. Um Your, shock- scientists. your, your milk
0: bar man. Your milkman. Yeah. Your
1: mailman. Don't forget your mailman. Your chippy. Ain't- your sparky. And your plumber. Your yeah, plumber. Okay. Your shipbuilders.
0: That's it. Your, your pearl divers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your lathemen. People that use lathes for a living.
0: Lathers. Lathes. We've got a storied history in this nation of great lathes. And I mean, if you can't get them around this podcast. Then you I mean you're fucked. Boilermakers. Shout out to the dudes on the bloody boats. Archie said there's some dudes Yo, up on Yeah, the- Apparently
1: there's boots... Uh, <laughs> sorry. There's boys up on boats, up as far as this, this great land will go. <laughs> We're not sure exactly where, but they're listening on the decks of some boats. We've, we've heard that there's we've boys listening, listening on boats. Archie and told us, if you know Archie... Then you'll know you're the boys on the boats. Which we love. Out. Warms the heart. Yeah. So you... I mean, you can tell fishermen who might tell... Another fisherman, this is a good People thing. that make nets. Yeah. Who might tell people that make rods to fishermen with rods. Speaking of fish. Speak, people, speaking th- of
0: dolphins. Yeah,
1: people that make uh, gum boots Fuck. that are worn when you're fishing. That's it. Dribble,
0: dribble, dribble. But salient points.
1: Could you two just not talk anymore?